nobody likes being trapped in their homes against their will for a long period of time when you don't know when you're going to be able to get out. That is a situation. There's not much that we can do about it, except, well, we can't control things outside of our control, but what can we do about ourselves? What historical precedent do we have? What can we learn from to give meaning to this, this difficult situation? As a leadership professor, as a leader to some degree, Nelson Mandela has long been a hero of mine, mostly for his leadership things and his politics. He is as inspirational today as any other time. Nelson Mandela, you probably know, was imprisoned for 27 years, 18 of which was on Robben Island. Robben Island is like their Alcatraz off the coast of South Africa. I believe it's cold and rainy there a lot of the time. He was stuck in a jail cell, I think six feet by eight feet, something like that. He didn't know when he was going to get out. He didn't know, you know, all this stuff was outside of his control. You might not know that he was a boxer before he got into politics. And fitness was very important to him. One of the things that kept him going in the 18 years that he was in Robben Island was his daily exercises. You probably know that I do my calisthenics twice a day. I've been doing that for just about 10 years. I write my blog every day. I pick up at least one piece of trash per day. Out here in the country, outside the city, I have to walk a bit farther, but I walk along the street. Sadly, there's tons of litter and garbage by the side of the road here, but it's something that gets me out every day. I go out and pick up some garbage. Actually, I have apparently... There's a lot of articles out right now that are saying like self-care, how to take care of yourself. If you really want to improve yourself, more than helping yourself is how can you help others? So when I'm picking up other people's litter, I really feel like I'm thinking if it's a piece of plastic by the side of the road, I'm picking something up that would have been around for 500 years, maybe 1,000 years. So I like to think I'm, I feel like I'm helping others. Back to Mandela. One of the things that kept him going was his daily routines. I'm going to read a quote from his autobiography here. It says, this is him talking, I attempted to follow my old boxing routine of doing road work and muscle building on Monday through Thursday and then resting the next three days. On Monday through Thursday, I would do stationary running in my cell in the morning for up to 45 minutes. I would also perform 100 fingertip push-ups, 200 sit-ups, 50 deep knee bends, and various other calisthenics. This is what he did to keep himself going. Now, I want to fast forward about how valuable this is. Oh, first, I got to point out, as you probably know, well, you know, he eventually was freed and became not just free, he became the president of the nation. The people that imprisoned him, he negotiated from in prison and then after prison to get their jobs. So if you don't like being trapped in your cell, let me tell you about the value of these daily exercises. It's not the only thing to keep you going, but I think it's a big thing to keep you going. It's something I've been talking to a lot of people about, and it's helping give meaning and purpose for the being stuck inside. Towards the end of his being imprisoned, Mandela was in minimum security. He was in contact with the African National Congress, the ANC. There came a time when the government said, okay, we are going to release you. Here's the date. So Mandela's in touch with the ANC, goes to them and says, all right, I'm going to get out. Here's the date. And they come back and say, whoa, this is a major, major world event. You know, we got to coordinate with all the media and all the press and stuff like that. We can't just do it so quickly. Can you get a little more time? And so he goes back to the government and says, we need a little more time. Interesting little thing here. There was a brief period when Mandela was negotiating to stay longer in prison and the government was negotiating to get him out faster. Now, the day comes when he gets released. What does he do? This is actually in modern history, one of the most important days in modern history when Nelson Mandela, the end of apartheid, it's not, this is not the end of apartheid, but it's a, it's a big step in that direction. What does Nelson Mandela do? What would you do? You're 72 years old. You've been in prison for 27 years. All sorts of things are going on all over the world. Actually, 
Uh, now I got to pause for a second. What was something that he achieved in prison for his 70th birthday? There was in Wembley Stadium a big concert held in his honor that was piped out pre-internet. Well, this is I think 1988. This event in Wembley was not just in Wembley Stadium. It was a worldwide event that I believe 600 million people participated in in some way. This is what is achievable from within a jail cell. There is no upper limit to what you can do in a jail cell relative to what you could do outside a jail cell. I mean, this is what he did. 600 million people having fun and in part leading to him getting out. Now, that was, I believe, 1988, 1990, I think is when he got out. What does he do on that day? And why do I bring it up here? Because he did his daily exercises. This is quoting him from his autobiography. I woke on the day of my release after only a few hours sleep at 4.30 a.m. February 11 was a cloudless end of summer Cape Town day. I did a shortened version of my usual exercise regimen, washed and ate breakfast. And he says a couple other things. And he, he says as a comment, as so often happens in life, the momentousness of an occasion is lost in the welter of a thousand details. So he walks out of the jail, goes over toward, I guess, the, this path leading out of the minimum security jail place to where there's a huge media circus going on. And in all that, he's no doubt interacting with world leaders and, and like the heads of governments and things like that. But what does he actually remember? He remembers his daily habits. So those of us who are stuck inside, I recommend if you're not already doing it, your daily habits. I just gave a webinar and I'll post somewhere soon. Check my podcast because I'm going to talk about, I believe I'm an expert in this area because I've done, I just passed my 150,000th burpee, never missing a day, doing them twice daily for just about, for over eight years. I've written my blog since I think it's been just about 10 years, just about 4,000 posts. I pick up a piece of trash every day. I avoid packaged food to the extent that I can. All these different habits. I've recently found what's missing in the advice on how to create habits that stick. There's a lot of advice out there, a lot of books. I've actually discerned a couple secrets that it's, it's not starting habits. That's not the hard part. You know, floss your teeth. There, you started a habit. The challenge is not stopping them, making them stick. And it took me a long time to realize what, what's really going on there. And I want this episode to be about Nelson Mandela. Check my feed about a week from Friday, May 1st, I'm going to do a webinar. And if you contact me, I'll let you know the details when they come out because I don't want to keep this to myself. I want people to be able to also create the meaning and purpose that is available to them that Mandela did that I believe that I'm, I'm trying to do and I want to bring to others. It doesn't cost any extra money. It takes some effort, but it's effort that the reward is based in what you do. So check my feed, but think of Nelson Mandela. Whatever your situation is, you're not in it for 27 years. You can walk around. You're in a bigger cell than eight by six, whatever it was. And you have, you're have you not dealing with just a bucket to be your uh, toilet. And what he could do, we can all do. Are you going to have a party for 600 million people in your honor? What is possible? I don't think many people would have thought that was possible. I hope that this helps you bring meaning and purpose to your situation. Yes, from the perspective of before, it's difficult. But from the perspective of Nelson Mandela, Viktor Frankl, there was suffering before, there will be suffering after. This is a difficult challenge. It's what we make of it. I hope that the Daily Habits help. Check out my webinar on May 1st. Talk to me about the details. Otherwise, we're all in this together. I hope it goes for you as well as it can.